At the UPS Store, we want to make this summer the summer of shipping. Summer Shipalooza. So you can start crossing items off your must-ship list. Like the vintage film camera your college kid needs for class. Or the vase you told your mom you would send her ages ago. And with our pack-and-ship guarantee, your items arrive safe or we reimburse you. So stop by your local store today for everything you need to be unstoppable. Visit the upsstore.com slash guarantee for full details. Available at participating locations. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the nor- n- normal episode? <laughs> Keep going. The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now. Yes, sign up now. Sign up today. Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. And welcome to Brew with the Bennets. Well done for backing off the mic. Thank you. That was good technique. I do. Oh, I try to do that. I know I am a bit loud, but I'm, so, you know, I try to back off. Your laugh is loud. I know. I try to back off when I do that. <laughs> that, as well. that laugh is mm. is Gemma. It is so DNA of Gemma. So horrible. I don't so think. So horrible. Do you know, if we're in a, if, if I could control it, I'll try and control it. No, I love it. But no, if, I don't. If you completed a, if you did a robbery, mm. right, and then you were mm. so excited yeah. that you laughed, yeah. On the way out the bank. Why would you laugh on the way out from a robbery? I, I don't know. Maybe like you saw... Unless a, you were a baddie in a film. <laughs> right, well, I don't know. Maybe something happened. You mm. saw someone as you were going out the bank. Because yeah. you like uh, people... Just get to the point. Well, you like people falling over. You do find that funny. So it's on the way out the bank, if you saw someone slip right. on, and smack their head on the counter. Right, And you'd on. have gone laugh. And then in the in the lineup, mm. people would have identified you through your laugh. And they'd have gone along the line and they'd have said... Told each person a joke and they'd have gone, ha ha. And then they'd yeah, get to you. Yeah, but you could do a fake laugh. And you'd gone, ha ha. And they'd have gone, No, five. but you could have done a fake laugh. I don't think you can. You know, we've said before that sometimes we're silent laughers, as in, which is no good for a comedy gig at all. Useless. I mean, I can be, I can be noisy, but um, when we're watching TV and I'm watching something that I'm really enjoying and it's really making me laugh. You're focused. Browse. No, no, I'm just saying it's not, I don't laugh out loud. Like we were watching Jerry Seinfeld stand up the other night and it was perfect. It was the laugh per minute ratio was so big mm. every joke landed it was just I mean, I, inside almost, internally i was so happy i mean if jerry's listening it's almost scott bennett level of hit <sighs> it, rate. it was so good but i don't think i laughed out loud once no you didn't 
In fact, at some points, I wondered if you were enjoying it. I wonder if anybody it. else is like that. You know, like if you're at home and you're watching something really funny, do you sit there and go, <laughs> that's funny, isn't it? You don't do it, do you? No. And I just think, you know, who laughs out loud at home? I do. Do you really? I go, no, you don't. I do laugh out loud. I'm a very generous. Whereas, if laugher. you're in a comedy situation, a live gig situation, I think because everybody around you is laughing, mm. it makes you be more vocal. Infectious. Yeah. But oh, I find that a funny one. Do you? I sometimes I actually will. I looked at you when you were watching the telly, and I mm. thought, is she enjoying this? I, 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 I didn't. I, I loved it. I, I didn't know whether that you is some it. of the best stand-up I've watched in well, ages. Well, he's the master in it. He's the maestro. He's the Vivaldi of stand-up. So good. He paints so pictures. So he is, good. He's the Renaissance. He's so good. He's the Renaissance so stand-up. Good. Are you going to keep talking over yeah. me? Look, you know the reflection on the blinds at the minute of the. Um, yeah. If anybody's got, uh, if anybody's got one of those um, pant hangers from. Um, ikea the the shadow reflection on our blind looks like a massive spider it looks like arachnophobia <sighs> i actually had to double take then no you didn't i was a bit scared but then it's a massive spider with a fat ass mm. it's a fat ass fat bottom spiders make the rocket world go round. it was um before we came on the podcast, I cooked up some meatballs. You did? Yeah, that'll be for tea. Nice. For tea. And you said, I'll leave the kitchen back. Well, I've cleaned it up because I can't focus if the kitchen's a mess. It really... It's a very spattery cook. No. It is. You, you are You get the spattery. spatter from the you... sauce. No, because you did it again, didn't you? What? You like to do your chef shuffle. Chef shuffle. You get the pan. What's the chef shuffle? And he flicks like this. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Instead of just using a spatula, like every normal person... You just stir, yeah? You have to go, you lift it up and you're like, I'm a chef, do do do, shuffle, shuffle, flick it up at the end, splatter oil all up the back, that's it, that's it, there we go. <laughs> Let's see how much mess splatter. I can make, yeah, there we go, splatter, proper... splatter, don't worry about it. Do you it. think a proper chef does that in his head, splatter that? No, way. he don't give a shit because he's got a sous chef clearing up after him. Can I just tell you? But your sous chef is sat right here <laughs> and she ain't happy. Can I just tell you when I first saw that mm. little lower of the pan and the shuffle? Yeah. Do you know when I first saw it? So, 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 so. So, so. When I got in from school, whenever I was a kid, got in from school, I would always stick the telly on and watch Ready Steady Cook. Half four, BBC Two. Me too, mate. Amazing. Firm I'd always, yeah, it was brilliant telly. It was. It was some of the best I telly. Loved it. It bloody brilliant and I'd, I always have a bowl of cereal while watching it with full cream milk which is why I was a big boy because I would have breakfast again watching we all did I, I used to it. nail toast when I got watching here. biscuits toast, and it was coffee. always the guy from Yorkshire with mm -hmm. the tash I mm -hmm. forget his name Barry no Brian Brian it was Brian right ballpark I knew it was a it B it was a B Ainsley loved him it was the Irish guy Ainsley would always sprinkle things from up here. From too high. Too high. Stepladder height. It, but it's the drama. Look, the look, drama. look at the drama. The theatrics the, the here. Theatrics. He knew yeah. what he was doing. Oh, he and knew what he And then there was the was Irish doing. guy. There was... Um, um, that lady um, who I think... She was on James Martin's Saturday morning the other week. Leslie... And I reckon he still got the hots for her. She still looked mad fan. Yes. She looked mad uh, fan. I mean, we, we, this is how cutting edge we are. We're talking about programmes that were, what, 1992? 
That's how long ago, that it, how was. ago it was. Yeah, because it, it came back though, didn't it? Anyway, and um, guess who? Green was... peppers or red tomatoes? Yeah, Ryan, I remember all Ryland of it. was presenting it. Really? Yeah. And it was always. I liked the idea they'd just rock up with a bag of ingredients, mm. and they could only use those ingredients. But then they'd open a full larder, mm. and mm. you'd go, "Well, they are using other ingredients," and it annoyed me a little. Yeah. Bit because when Ainsley started presenting it, because he obviously he he sort of moved up the ranks, didn't he? He made a bit high I think when he was sprinkling that stuff from her, do you know what yeah. he was thinking? This is going to be my show one day. This is my career. It's going. Up here. This is where here we are. That's where you see these herbs coming down, Fern Britain. That's where you're going. That's your people. That's your you're the herbs going down, mate. This is it. You'll be on this morning. This is going to be mine, baby. Yeah. So when he presented it, if I'm being you know without being harsh, he got in the way because he, he he couldn't. He, said, he, he was split personality. He was, he was, am I a pants. presenter on my show? He was involved, and I he was like, I know I'm meant to be presenting, but I want to get involved. He wanted to sprinkle, and it was like, no, Ainsley, you're he meant to be to presenting. Chop. Back off, get out of the way, and then he would start chopping and helping, and I was like, Ainsley, back <laughs> off, baby. But it is you can't, you can't. It's like watching someone do something you know you can do. It's it's and probably agony. better, and probably, probably better. better. But I always remember it yeah. was the Brian Brian mm. whatever his name is, the Yorkshire Brian. Yeah. And he tilted the pan once and he went and he flicked the ingredients back. And I thought, perfectly. Yeah. He didn't lose any, did he? A wave of onion. Yeah. Like a a a bow wave. A bow wave of onion. Yeah. Nothing came out. Was there a little guy surfing it? Little guy surfing it. Just way. Ainsley. Ainsley was surfing it. You know what? The other thing is, there was a guy, and I don't remember his name, he used to cook in a Ralph Lauren shirt. And I always remember that. He never wore an apron, he'd cook in a shirt. They didn't wear. Anything. I know who you mean. Dark hair. Yeah, he was always, and he'd always, and I yeah. remember. I always remember. Mm. This is how much I watched it. I always remember watching, thinking that shirt is mm. risky. You and shouldn't be cooking in that shirt. Well, you know how. And then he said, I always remember when he said, mm. "You put the garlic and mm. the oil in, but mm. let the garlic just toast, but don't burn it because mm. it's bitter." And that mm. that stick. Fourteen years old in here. Yeah, and when you think about it, let's just think about now. <laughs> Um, the the famous chefs, okay? So, you know, yesterday we talked about, um, when we did the previous pub record, we talked about comedy groups, okay? So, in the 90s, you've got the Coogans, you've got your Morrises, you've got your Ian Nooches, okay? That, yeah. that was like a wave of comedians. And before that, you had Rowan Atkinson, you had your yeah. Mel Smith, yeah. you had all And those. before that, even going back, you know, you've got the Goon Show. You've got, you know, when you think about each yeah. era, there's like a wave of comedians that are sort of top, mm. top, top, of, top of the and tree. I any of them and then if you think about chefs okay so yeah. we had a wave of chefs in we the 90s a- anyone who was anyone was on there needs to be a, la- on, a name on, for um, a collective of what chefs was, what am i saying the, anyone who was anyone was on ready steady cook yeah. right but then there were some who were beyond that so we're talking about your your key floyds you, you you're talking about your your steins okay yeah. your rich steins you're your, um, you're talking about your ken walks Ken Hom. Him. Ken Hom Ken Hom. You know why you've I done that? I had a that? walk, didn't I? Because he designed a walk. I know, we had it. Yeah. A Ken Hom uh, walk. You're talking about the one, you, uh, are you talking about Ram- Ramsey? Was Ramsey around? Oh, then? he never did. Ready, steady. He no. was beyond that. No. And Oliver. Even had Oliver. His, he, he, had was, he had his own he thing. He had his own thing going thing. on. Cooking outside he, in his, the, in his Yeah, top, but I would group Ramsey and, and Oliver in the same camp. They were the cool chefs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then you've got your sort of elite um, we're, talk- we're talking the ruse, okay? <laughs> this is a good top Trump chefs. It really game. was. Now, when you go back a, 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 a what about a Nancy generation, Lamb? Well, when you go back a generation, you've got your berries. Yeah. You've got your Smiths, your Fanny Delias, your yeah. Cranachs, Craddocks. Craddocks. Yeah. Um, and you know, so you can see how things have shifted, haven't they? They've shifted. Mm. Um, but 
they are celebrities. Mm. Now, once upon a time, chefs wouldn't really have been celebrities, would they? What's the one? The one that used to Gary Rhodes. Oh, Rhodesy. Is he passed on? Yeah. That's sad, isn't I it? I used to watch Gary Rhodes. And also... Um, he used in hell of a lot of butter, that man. I thought, I thought you were going to say hair gel. No, he but, did. But butter on his hair. Yeah. How can he put it in a um, pan? And also, who's that other one? Um, French dude. Oh. Um, Hang on. Egon Roney? Mm, maybe. No, Marco Pierre White. That's him. That's him. I'm good at chefs. Yeah. I'm really good at chefs. There needs to be a chef off. And I tell a you world what, chef off. Master Chef. You know, if you think back to Grossman, yeah. right? Who obviously is one of, also, one of the leading pasta sauce yeah. chefs now. It was a different <laughs> it was a different Sunday night, six he o'clock. Didn't quite, I mean wasn't if it right. weren't for Grossman, you wouldn't have had Vic and Bob taking it off, which yeah. was obviously yeah. priceless. Yeah. But it wasn't really the heyday of MasterChef, was it? It wasn't was it? interesting. Do you remember it? When they, at the end, they used to sit down on those chairs and very... go, well, let's take a look. Yeah. Hello in the red kitchen. And let's have a... And then they used yeah. to review the dishes and it was very stale. I wonder it who... It felt boring. It did. I wonder who revamped what? MasterChef because whoever did... Oh, I think it was John Turoud's mate. I reckon Do you he think he revamped money. it? I reckon, I reckon he came along and went, get that fucking and then, weirdo out and of here. And John mate. Pertwee doing the voiceover. Oh, no. No, it's her, Sh- isn't it? Sean that woman. No, Sean, Sean no, Pertwee. Pertwee does the celebrity one, doesn't he? No, Sean Pertwee. Oh, yeah. But who? it's a woman who does the... She has to talk like yeah. that. Cooking does not get any tougher than this. Yeah. Oh, Michael Burke would it's have a been a good Michael voice, Burke, though, wouldn't he? And in the red kitchen... Chopping the onion, he has, kept, has to be careful not to chop his own fingers off. For David... Cooking the chopping the onions was just like any normal day <laughs> until he realised yeah. John Rhodes and Greg Wallace were hovering over him, putting on pressure, and before he knew it, he decapitated his ah, own head. It's a lovely ah, piece of food. He, he's cooked. He's cut his own fucking head off, John. <laughs> he panics and cut his head off. Just comes anyway. up to serves the thing with no yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did great, mate, but you cut great, your mate. head off. Yeah. I don't know why you yeah. cut your head yeah. off. The sauce was great up to that point. Yeah. Let's have a look at this sauce then. Right? Now. Let's have a look at the bottom of this sauce then. What's going on? Why you put broccoli in it? Oh, you bloody moron. Now, Scott, right? <laughs> we've talked about famous chefs. We've talked about famous... What? What was the other one I did? Comedians. Comedians. Now... Can we just... I, Another area. I, I just want to talk briefly. Yeah. Do you not remember? I was talking to someone this the other yeah. day when we went to the Good Food Show at Birmingham and East that. I love Do that. you remember that? I do. And we walk round with the glass hanging from our necks. Yeah, you get one of them holsters, don't you? A little wine glass. Yeah. A little bracelet wine glass. I love it. And you could just... We were drunk. Did we see Jamie Oliver that yes. day? Yes. Because they went into the, they said, he was coming in the, up in the main arena, we got Jamie Oliver's going to be doing some gugging for us. And there was like people in the arena. Yeah. Go, Jamie, go. But that's go. what they do, don't they? They do like a live demonstration. Do you not know what he did, though? Do you not remember? No. Didn't he just bash up some Maltesers with a rolling pin in a, a tea towel and then sprinkle them on some ice cream? I don't think so. I think he did. I think he was under pressure and there was about six minutes. So he just smashed some Maltesers. And I remember walking away thinking, he's just smashed some Maltesers at the end. I don't remember that. That's what he did. Okay. Well, I remember stuff. I think we should go to that again. And we went round and you could have little nibbles, yeah, couldn't you? Yeah. And you didn't even have to you didn't even have to pretend to be interested. No. Like in all these exhibitions, you didn't yeah. have to do any chat. You just yeah. went, Can I have some of that? Yeah. 
Try it. Try that. Yeah. Fill up my wine. But I quite like it at exhibitions when people are just like, look, we can't take any of this in with us. Just eat it, please. I used Do you know to, what I mean? When I used to go to these technical exhibitions, mm. we'd always walk around first and mm. I'd go, uh, hydraulic pumps have got celebrations. Yeah, exactly. They've got, all right. Yeah. That's like now if I go to an 3D, education 3D expo. printers have got uh, fruit chews, mate. Fruit yeah. chews on 3D or printers. it'd be like... Um, so-and-so's got free pens. That's what I go. I go for the station. Free pens and sticky pads. Free pens. Gone yeah, the all. Yeah. E7. E7. Yeah. Then you go up. And I remember walking past the celebration mm. thing and I'd, I'd be looking at the exhibitions. Oh, I'm not on silent. I do apologise. Rude. Rude. Uh, I was looking at the exhibitions and the guy says, I know you just want the celebrations. Yeah. And I said, I do, mate, but uh, I like your pumps. You know, <laughs> just, get, just get an handful. Have an handful of and off you go. leave me yeah. alone. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Thank you. But at the other I've got a Milky Way. Can I swap it? No. Thank you. The other group I was going to say um, that there's been sort of a shift in um, presenters and sort of groups of coolness. And the reason I've thought about this one is because in the morning, Sophia ta- has taken to watching... Garden transformations on Quest or some other channel. Is, can I just say? Yeah, I think our seven-year-old child mm. has genuinely Turned into swallowed a nana. A nana. Yeah. I think. I think some <laughs> somewhere in the something's happened where in the night there's been some sort of. Have you seen the film Face Off? There's been like a nana off yeah. where there's yeah. been some sort of crossover, yeah. Yeah. and basically there's 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 a woman out there called mm. Ethel mm. who's doing gymnastics yeah. and running around on e numbers, yeah. Yeah. watching Bluey, yeah. not knowing what's happened, skateboarding about. Well, I said to her, I, I said, "Do you want Bluey on?" She was like, "No, no, 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 leave it. I want to see what it looks like when they've done the transformation." As she says, "You know, they've just put that bit of trellising up there. I just want to see how it looks." <laughs> You've got to go to school, mate. I know, but they're going to do the reveal. I'm yeah, going to make the stuff to exactly. budget. Exactly. I love the idea of her going, they've gone way over budget with that gravel. Now, one of these programmes, Charlie Dimmock presents it. I remember. Right? Yeah, okay. I know which it is. They, they choose which designer to go with. I'm not sure. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but of course, she was in the heyday with Tommy. This is the other lot. Charlie. Dimmock. Um Dimmock was on Garden. What was Charlie she... was on the DIY section, and mm. obviously Alan was the orchestra. Well, Tommy was he, the he builder, was the, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, and and Alan was yeah. the kind of the the foreman. He was Alan just he was the creative genius. The How's yeah. everything going? We're really stressed. Okay, I'll get back to doing watercolor. <laughs> he used to watercolor the bit. Uh, he did at the start. He did. No, he got here's a lovely trellis. Alan, yeah. you've not drawn what we asked for. Okay, so we've got a lovely <laughs> trellis. Alan, you've put a water slide in. That's lovely. So we've got some nice. <laughs> we're gonna. Soften off Alan. Yeah. This isn't their garden. We're going to soften off the stuff with some You'd find Alan, he'd be in the shed writing one of his new novels, wouldn't he? And she'd bent her over the (laughs) wheelbarrow. Alan... Alan, Titchmarsh. Titchmarsh. And then Um, on the patio, he found her. Spread mm. eagle. Alan, that's it. Cut. Yeah. Um, This shows you how sexualised Telly was back then. What was Dimmock famous for? Not wearing a bra. Now, this... Is I mean, that's as risque as it got. No, but also troubling. Yeah, it was. Because she was just as capable, of if course. not more, yeah. than all the others. Tommy wasn't famous for wearing no top. I know. I mean, he didn't have a top, but they never said, oh, we can see Tommy's nipples on that yeah. cement mixer. Yeah. But her, uh, no bra. I know. And it, I, you, you but that's at the time as well, isn't it, it? Because now that would be so unacceptable. Yeah, you wouldn't, they wouldn't be like, oh, here's Dimmock, no bra. No, You'd be yeah. like, what the hell are I you mean, saying? I bet there were headlines about that. Of course there were. Yeah. There was loads of headlines mm. about it. 
But it's it's that sort of woman in a man's world if mm. oh, she's uh, digging a garden, yeah. isn't she? But, yeah, but digging all, a garden. all credit to Charlie Dimmock because she's still one of the heavyweights. She's still she she's still what, at the front. She knows what she's doing. Were they meant to be innuendos? No. Uh, they, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, yeah. But she's very, it's very good. I know the programme you mean. I yeah. think they come with an idea. Yeah. There's her and there's yeah. two guys who work together right. yeah. and they propose designs right. and the customer picks yeah. which one yeah. and then they have to make but it. But you know what, Scott? And it's, it's I impressive. Love, I love them. I love them programmes. What? And again, they've become... It's the transformation. It is and it's become more exciting than say... Because um, my mum religiously watched Gardener's World on a Friday night. It was always on Friday nights. It's a little bit Nine boring. Nine o'clock, BBC bit, Two. A bit boring. Mont- yeah, well, Monty for it, Don and all that. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't Monty Don at the time. It was was um oh god what was his name oh this is going to be so annoying yeah don't do this where you rack through it but i know what you mean are you telling me off no i'm just saying if you don't know his name you, not... you're getting stressed then and telling me off aren't you am i not allowed to express myself go on you do your thought i can't remember what his name is no i'm not going to sit here and make you record 10 minutes of me umming and ahhing while i try and remember his name dave no it was jeff something jeff yeah jeff yeah Anyway, so Garner's World was part of our Friday night. That's a weird Friday night programme. Or was it on at eight o'clock and then we'd watch Cheers at nine or something like that? Do you know what I mean? But we'd have to get through yeah. the boring bit of my mum watching Gardener's World. It's a weird it's But a now weird, it's a weird I program. love gardening programmes. And again, they've revamped it, haven't they? They've gone from because they've realised that television, you can capture a wider audience if you make it a bit happening. Yeah. Add an element of competition. Because you didn't want ten minutes on why your bulbs are frosty. No. Which no. is what they used to do. They yeah. used to go, What you need to Or, do, you know, it? because my mum's a good gardener, she'd just sit there going, You don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that. She'd I hate don't it. Do that. You know, she'd always have something better. Have you ever listened to Gardener's Question Time on the radio? I have actually. It's really good. I know, but there's some questions oh, where you I just know. go. Yeah. You just go, uh, we've got a question here from Gillian in Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. Over to you, Gillian. Uh, one has growing a, a, a clematis up the south facing garden yeah. and is struggling with some of the pests. Could anyone recommend any sort of prevention, please? Oh, thanks for your question, Jill. Thank you. If Jill. we go to the panel. Yeah, well, well gosh, this time of year is a bloody nightmare. Mm. What you need to do is dig up the clematis, throw it in clematis. a clematis. I think you'll find it's clematis. It's not, it's clematis. I don't care. What you need to do is throw it in the bin and move out, you stupid woman. Hey, what about that? But it's weird, isn't it? What's that Japanese not weed? Japanese not weed. That's, that's, I always, I, you know, I don't have nothing about gardening, but I know that's bad. It is bad. When someone says, uh, I won't move in there, mate. Why? A lot of Japanese not weed in garden. That. Seriously though, it's bad, You'll isn't it? You'll never get rid of it once yeah. it's in. It's like bloody Novichok. Doesn't it like ruin house structure and stuff? And like, it's really, really bad. It gets bad. in the roots and it gets between brickwork and it oh can bring a building God. down. What? It can be. It can basically destroy the structural fabric of a building. Oh my God. Gets into the walls. That's why ivy's bad as well. If you yeah. grow it up your house, yeah. it's a nightmare. But that stuff gets in. Japanese That's not. Terrible. And you always, because it's on every survey, isn't it? When you buy your yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Japanese not weed. It's and it always bad. feels like, Ooh. Why is it called Japanese? Did it come from Japan? I think I have no idea. I don't yeah. think it did come from D- Japan. So why is it I, called I, that? I don't know. I think it's just the name. Plants, it's a bit Wild West, isn't it? Yeah. I don't get yeah. It all seems a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on a course. Did you? For all the Latin names and stuff? Yeah, when I was at home Home-based. base, I had to do a, um, a Saturday morning. Were you on plants? Yeah. I'd love that job. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. it I hated home base. You've just made me think of some of your first stand-up. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, and do you know what? Wispy pubis. Wispy pubis. Oh, I was rubbish, wasn't I? Oh. It was rubbish. No, that. it made me laugh, that line. Um, I'm looking for something south-facing garden. Yeah. Is it hardy? That was it or something. Something like that. Ask at the information desk. Excuse yeah. me, love, I'm after a wispy pubis. <laughs> that lad's told me that you might have one. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. It's really bad. That was it's really gone. funny. Never do you do, never do that anymore? I never, I never do it. I haven't done it in... Eight years, now. Do you think you should bring it back? No. Wispy pubis joke? No, it's terrible. Oh, come on. It's terrible. It's not terrible. You know, um, Spiky Mike, he's a promoter in, in the Midlands. He wrote a comment when you'd supported Mickey Flanagan at the um, at the arena. And he says, just around the corner from Bunkers Hill where it all started. And I thought that was so poetic because it was. You did your first ever gig and I went to see you with Sophia and Ron. And we watched you do a... Um, Gong show. Gong show. Halloween. Yeah. 2009. Yeah, I was pregnant with Olivia. Mm. Yeah. So you should have bought two tickets. Oh. Uh, I anyway. do remember that. And, I, and do you remember what happened? You won. Mm. Weird. I often think if I hadn't have won, or if I'd have died on my own. We arse, might have had a normal life. We might have had a chance. That was the window. Yeah. That was your Gwyneth Paltrow sliding, sliding doors. doors moment. Yeah, it was. So as soon as you clapped for me and did well. Yeah. It was done. Yeah. You, you were you on were, with a Manchester comedian. You were, cla- you were clapping yeah. away. Yeah. You know what you were clapping away? My life. Social life and your life. That Round of yeah. applause for Gemma's life. Yeah. Just pissing down the toilet yeah. there. Um, husband, who's on, husband who's with you at night, clap that away. Yeah. Clap that away. Um, but you're still here. Well. It was, I know the lineup. I've got, uh, my memory is ridiculous. So do you know who was on there? Ben Briggs. From it North was Hampton. Ben Briggs. Marcus Shufflebottom, who doesn't do it anymore. Marcus Shufflebottom, I don't Shufflebottom, remember Shufflebottom, he used to be in Manchester Way. Okay. He doesn't do it anymore. Uh, ben Hardcastle doesn't do it anymore. Um, and there was someone else. Oh, my God. There was someone else who still does it. Uh, there was a guy who now plays golf, and he's a vicar. Doesn't do it anymore. It wasn't Rich Redmond, was it? Red Redmond? No. Red Redmond. Rich Redmond? I don't know that. <laughs> no, they... No, he did a gig with you at the Sherwood... Yeah, um, uh, but most of them have stopped. Hmm. I think I'm the only one. Ben Briggs still does it, but I'm the only one that's still yeah, there. Yeah. But it was across the road. Yeah, yeah. Nine people upstairs. Yeah, nine thousand across the road. Comedy's weird, weird isn't it? So weird. Anyway, right. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
home base yeah. on plants. Yeah. I hated home base at that point. I, 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 we talked a little about last week about Liv having a job, getting a job. Mm. And I must admit, my mum got me my Saturday job. How? Because my teacher at school, his wife was in the HR department at home base. You little scam. Nepotism central. Oh. And she was really attractive. It was because he was like a PE teacher. And I remember when he brought her on a school trip and for 15-year-old lads just went, can't believe that's his missus. Hmm. She's unbelievable. And it was just, it was like everyone like, she's really attractive. Anyway, she was in HR for home base. So my mum had a word with him who then had a word with her. And that's, I got the interview and I got the job. But they stuck me on tills. I was on tills, five till nine. I love tills. Rubbish. I love tills. No action, mate. There was no, no action. but I loved pressing You want to be on the front line. I like going... No, it's the equivalent of a... It was the equivalent of a soldier going to Afghanistan and being put on gun cleaning duty. You're just buffing cartridges. Right, when you're a kid and you play shops, the bit you want to be on is the till. Can I just tell you something? Did you ever want to be on the till when you played shops? Yeah, but can I just tell you something? Okay. The enthusiasm wanes when you sat on that same till for four hours and you have about three customers yeah it was you see friday next was busy well, i was i was constantly no. do, 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 friday, do, 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 friday night at home base mm. from five till nine mm. was dead and i knew well, you had the graveyard shifting yeah because when i first got the job no one wanted that shift and they give it to me so after after college on friday i'd sit on a bus from pontifract and it felt like you know that bus trip in shawshank redemption mm. when he goes to that tree and it feels like he's been on the coach for about six months. It felt like a transatlantic journey from mm. Pontefract to Wakefield. Took an hour and 20. Oh. And I was sat at the back of the coach. I'd done a full day college like oh, that. No. And just sat at the back. And I just went, I might as well stay on all the way to Wakey. And I'd go all the way into Wakey. So I'd go from college to Wakey. I'd get there for about 20 past four. Walk from the bus station to, the, to my evening job. Get changed into that uniform. And then I'd sit on the till and serve two people. Don't feel sorry for him, everyone. This is the most pathetic, <laughs> um, attention-seeking... Oh my God! I have suffered for my art. Do you know what I used to get in trouble for? This is gonna. I'm never... I know what you do, and you've confessed it already what? on the pod. You used to fill out. No, there's something else. Oh my God! I've never said this, oh and no. I, it's just flashed it back now. Right. You know when you used to get a check or a credit card, you used to put it in your printer. You used to do yeah. a thing, and you used to go. Yeah. You used to go through a print. You used to put it in a printer yeah. for some reason, yeah. or you'd have a slip. Yeah. I don't know what it was for, yeah. but these tills, I remember, yeah. Yeah. and you'd have this. And, and when I first started, I was really enthusiastic, yeah. and then it just waned. Yeah. And then you'd find me just laying, because we had a perspex screen here, mm. so you couldn't talk to the next person on the till. So there was a, like, another person on the till, two of us on the frat, no one there. And I'd lean round the corner like this, and I'd lean on the perspex like that, and then the, the manager used to go, stop leaning. She used to come round. Sit up straight, stop leaning yeah. on the perspex. And I'd be leaning on the perspex. And those little slips, I would write stuff on them and chuck it to the next till. So I'd write little messages and then chuck it to the next till and then chuck it back. I got in trouble for that. But then also I would write songs. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I had visions of being a songwriter. So I'd doodle and then I'd write songs because uh, I had a guitar and yeah. they were all shit but just lyrics yeah. I just write lyrics I yeah. thought I was some sort of like home based Kurt Cobain yeah do you imagine that if you I'd had a... hair like him as well yeah you? imagine that if I'd have made it and they'd have said where did you write your first song till number six 
Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. What a story. Yeah. I was sat in my green uniform. I'd just put some va- vanish fruit. Vanish fruit? I, I remember, I think it was cedarwood. Anyway, I remember that's when I wrote my first hit. Yeah. Cedarwood until five. Varnish my heart. Varnish my heart. <laughs> yeah. Roller my dreams. Yeah. The new yeah. album yeah. by Scott Bennett. Yeah. Till number six. Yeah. Check out number six. Yeah. That could have been a great wallpaper of my eye. And then we'd have that thick wallpaper of my eye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wallpaper of my eye. And then you'd get notes and you'd have to put them in a thing. I think a good band would have been Wispy Pubis. No, don't do that. I'm ashamed of that joke. Don't be be silly. Do you know when you'd have a little, do you have a thing called a cachet thing where you take money? Yeah. And and you bring it. If you had it in the till, you couldn't get robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always remember that. And then, yeah, and then at the end of the shift, I remember I was coming back out and I grabbed the handful of papers. And then she goes, no, just put them back. She wasn't, didn't like me, I think. I, said, I don't think she liked you. I, what do you mean? She says, you were a bit annoying though. I was you? annoying. And she went, put those back because people need to yeah, use those. She knew that you and were she getting went, paid to do shit And all. then she went, what do you do in there? And, she, and, and yeah. it was just, she says, what are they? I said, they're just notes. Song lyrics. And she said, let me read them. I said, no. She read them and it was like, you- Sound of your sister, <laughs> I wish I missed you. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's oh, one of the genuine Scott, lyrics. That's terrible. That's one of the lyrics. And I, you shit, you. And are. she says, "What's this?" I said, "I'll just write in songs." She went, "Well, you need to be on the till, not writing." She songs. knew you. She wanted- hated it. No, creative. but she knew you just wanted to get away with doing she- fuck all. No, for the money. she knew because she actually that was her job, yeah. and I was there just earning Where's a bit of money. Pew? Pubis on my mind. <laughs> Got a wispy pubis on my mind. Can't stop grooming it. <laughs> Got a wispy pubis on my mind. Yeah. We're here zooming it. Wispy <laughs> zooming pubis it. for a win. Wispy pubis with some gin. A wispy pubis growing thin. <laughs> <laughs> we've Running said through before, my mind. We've said before you are not good at riffing, are you? I am. You're that rubbish. was pretty good. Gin. Going thin? <laughs> Whiskey pube is going thin. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I wouldn't be. Um, and anyway, so she, she, and I understand it. Her, her job yeah. was to manage the store. Yeah. And so she looked at me and thought, he's yeah. only here transiently and yeah. he's annoying me. Yeah. And it's like having someone on work experience. They are annoying. Yeah. Because they don't have the same level of respect as well, you Well, nobody do. has commitment in, I think retail anyway is... It's a very much a transient place because nobody's sticking around. Who, I mean, apart from like, you get your old timers who've like been at Sainsbury's for 30 years, but they're most, it's a big turnover of staff. Trevor's been here before the deli counter. Yeah, exactly. He was here for the first slicing of the meat. Yeah. The ceremonial slicing of the meat in the 80s, weren't you, Terry? Mm. I was, I remember when our uniforms were orange. I remember those days. Do you know what? I remember Sainsbury's being built in Beeston. Oh, yeah, you've... Old lady. It used to be, you know where B and M is. Mm. It was there first. Wow, that's a fact that won't mean anything to anyone. I know. Stop doing local facts. Ugh. I know what you mean though. But so I think I annoyed her. Hmm. But in my defence, I felt like saying, "If there's no one in, mate, get me off the till. I, I do something else. I, I know. And then you do the thing. That mm. that was the worst thing. She'd go. Um, Right, come off the till then. And I go, right, she said, I said, what do, I, what do you want me to do? She went, just face up. I hate oh, that. I you know what facing up Of course, I'm, don't patronise me. <laughs> I've worked in retail before. Look at you. I'm right, name, up, name your retails you've done. Right, <laughs> name your retails. I've worked in K-Shoes. Yeah. I've worked in Next. I've worked in Decathlon. I've worked in Sainsbury's. Right. Spin on that, pal. Right, home base. Yeah. 
check. That's it, isn't it? Is that your only job? Uh, oh, and you were a lifeguard, but that's lifeguard. not retail. I did 40, 48 hours in a factory. Yeah, I did a factory over I summer. Did 48 hours. Thomas Cork I, in I, Nottingham. I did a 48 hours. Packing shit. No, I it was. was Auto Trader, was printing it? the Auto Trader and compiling it. Mm. I hated it so much. Yeah. They said to me, um, we're going to move you to work overnight. Yeah. And I said, okay. Yeah. And I never went back. Oh my God. And they never noticed. God's sake. I just stopped going. Good God. I thought, I'm not working through the night. I'm not working through the night. Uh, everyone on speed on forklift chucks. I worked that, in um, a bar called Baltimore Diner. Was there, I think, two weeks. Well, I, really... I, worked, I worked at Capital One, two weeks. Yeah. Um, you didn't I worked, have the grit for that. No, I worked in a papery factory for a couple of weeks over the summer. I worked for, um, what's it, Dairies in Nottingham. Mm-hmm. That was temp job. Worked for City Council, worked for the Nottingham Health Gem, Trust or I think something. the point is here. I worked for Broxtable Council. I think the point is here. I've had many jobs. You're a worker. I am a worker, pal. Did you like retail? I was a department manager for Decathlon in Keshua, so mountain sports. I was there 11 months. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you didn't like working weekends, baby. Nah, I didn't like the weekends. Because you, your weekends, and then you'd go, I'm off. And I'd go, when? Mm. Tuesday. Mm. That's no good to anyone, What's the point in a Tuesday? And now that's our world. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, and yeah, actually, it was quite nice being off when everybody else wasn't off because stuff was quiet. Well, don't you remember when I worked at Hot Point? You you, you just used to play on your Xbox while I was no. at work, didn't you? What was you? the best thing about that job? Go on. Can't you remember? What? You used to start at 8.15 every morning. Who? At, when I worked at Hot Point. Oh, yeah. In the design Oh, you studio. used to get Friday afternoon off. Yeah, I so know. I'd work at 8.15 every morning and yeah. people would go, I'd tell people I'd go, we'd say, what time do you yeah. start? I'd say 8.15. They'd go, oh, yeah. God, and yeah. what time do you finish? I said, 5.30. They'd go, oh, that's ridiculous. That's such a brutal day. And I said, yes, but on Friday, I, I finish, finish at 12. 12. And I get paid for the full day. And they'd go, what? I'd go, yeah. So why well, you're, you're not getting stuck- paid for- you, you- no. You're getting paid because you start you've at 8.15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But while you're stuck in traffic. I think that's a great system. Brilliant. It's a great system. Do you system. know where it comes from? Because it was a factory. Italian. No. Italian? No. Italian. No, no, no. Because Italian. It, <laughs> Italian? What are you on about? Italian. I can't speak today. Italian? Yeah. Because it was a factory mm. that made cookers and stuff. Yeah. They, they shut down. They have a shut that they have Friday afternoons off. Brilliant. It's traditional. And they used to play football and that. Didn't and they used they? to go and do sports and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So it was like uni when you'd finish yeah. on a Wednesday. So when that moment when you had a twelve o'clock and you could feel the excitement, all you could hear I bet you were buzzing all Friday oh, morning. And Friday, you know what Friday became? Slackers day. Run the clock down day. Oh. For some reason on a Friday, everyone went to the canteen for a breakfast. What well, weird that, isn't it? It is. It is weird that. And then on Friday, people were, for some reason, just do meetings. Yeah. There's lots of meetings. Yeah. What are we doing this for? Just running the clock down. That's it. I did nothing on Friday. No one did anything. Come on, let's high five. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And, and people would, all you'd hear, because yeah. we had a scanning yeah. out system. Yeah. You know, like clocking a, in No, clock no, out. a scanning swipe card. Yeah, we're still clocking yeah. in, isn't it? No, but it's not clocking in because it didn't record you. We're not... Children. Oh, it was a swipe card system to get out the building. Oh, I see. So the main, the main that design bit record, was, yeah. and and all you could hear because we were in the office yeah. next door. Bloop, bloop, at, bloop. At, at twelve, at eleven fifty nine. Yeah, a queue. Yeah, a queue would form. Yeah. down the corridor. I'm out of here. And then you just as uh, soon as eleven. Really, it was like lemmings. Yeah, bloop, 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 yeah. Bloop, and people running. Yeah, <laughs> papers Lemmy flying. Yeah. 
Yeah. They were just running across Friday. the car. Friday. Through the barrier. The, yeah. the security guard was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. By 12.10. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Brilliant. And then, yeah. can I tell you what was the kick in the bollocks? Come on. Italians took over. Ariston, Indesit, swept in, took over Hot Point. We were working the same thing. Same hours, right? Right. We're keeping this Friday afternoons, aren't we? Yes, we are. Then they'd say, I got an email. Scott, um, as you're in the design team that do travel and yeah. you're going to go to Italy, which I did, you know, you're going to did do... Did you? I think I went once. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, but it was on the cards anyway. Yeah. You have to you have to be in these yeah. meetings. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you free Italian lessons, the Italianissimo course. I go, yeah. fantastic. We've paid for it all. There's a tutor coming in. It's all been paid for. Brilliant. When are the lessons? Friday afternoon. One thirty on a Friday. Fucking hell. You're fucking joking. I don't know what the Italian is for fuck off. <laughs> we need to know this now. And yeah, they basically, I had to stay. And it ruined my Why Friday. did they make you stay though? Well, they didn't. They can't have made They didn't you make you stay, but he felt obligated. And yeah. I was a nerd. You know I'm a SWAT. I'm not that, I'm not. No. If you have me in a company, I'm a yeah. right bitch yeah i'm your you're bitch such a brown noser not a bitch you? i'm a brown noser yeah that's you, what you're I a proper good oh, boy aren't i'm you? a proper take the trousers off for anyone yeah. me <laughs> i'm big old bar for you uh but yeah I, and i always remember before mm. that i remember getting in my car at 12 mm. it i was home at 12 40 12 40 down that a50 like down a whip the a50 like a whip it i go and do a shop for us yeah. food shop yeah come back food shop done house yeah. sorted on the sofa, Xbox. What's that? Sometimes I put traffic and travel on. There's a pile up on the M6. People are stuck in traffic. It's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Another game of FIFA for daddy. And then you, but then you weren't here. Yeah. You were off doing skiing. No, I wasn't. What were you doing Friday I was afternoon? working at Decathlon. Decathlon. And then I'd say, should we do something Saturday? Yeah. I'm working Saturday. Yeah. I'm working Sunday. Yeah. Miserable. I know. You get in. Yeah. Seven o'clock when the lottery was on. Yeah. Tired. Yeah. I'm knackered. Yeah. Not good no. retail hours. No, retail's a... You're a slave to retail. Yeah. But anyway, the point was, on the garden centre, when yeah. they got me off the till, yeah. when I'd been there, I think I was on the precipice of them getting rid of me. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. And then the woman said, I'll put him on the garden. It was almost like, you know, when you Stick have... Stick him a, out with plants. You know, like you have like a bad egg. Yeah. Or like in, a, in the, yeah. the prison. Yeah. I take him under my wing. I straighten yeah. this boy out. Yeah. I straighten this till songwriting slacker out. Yeah. And she said, you're going to come on the garden centre with me. And she yeah. was a, a taskmaster. Yeah. But she was brilliant. Yeah. The first day she says, right, put these plants out. Yeah. Outside open air. No oh, beeping. lovely. You know what she said? Scott's not coming on any tills. Oh, you can't call him to a till. That's great. And I thought, I felt like, yes. I, felt, I went, stood behind yeah. her and went, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Stick that in Stick your pipe. Your... You ain't calling me on no till, lady. This week's mundane task is... Taking shit to the charity shops. Mm-hmm. Now you, you don't mean actual human waste. No, obviously not. I, now look, this, this is... Oh, she's straight I'm straight in there. This is... The, the, there's obviously a hugely beneficial part to this, okay? When I take stuff to a charity shop, the, the positive is 
you feel good. We're giving stuff away. You're giving stuff to a charity shop. They're going to be able to make money by selling your stuff. It's therapeutic because you're clearing out, obviously, something at home, like might be clearing out your wardrobe, your loft, whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's the rub. Here's the rub. It all sounds so good in theory, but there's just never seems to be a good time to do it. So what I end up doing is I've now got about eight bags bagged up in the loft, ready to go to the charity shop. Can I be asked to go to the charity shop? No, I can't. Because there's normally, right, we've got we've got a brilliant choice of charity shops in Beeston. However, there's never anywhere convenient to park. No, to you go have to, to go them. and drive by. Well, there's one, there's a couple that you can park at Sainsbury's and just hop over the road. But a lot of times that I've been there, I'm, I'm being really inarticulate today. Um, quite a few of the times I've been there, they've got a sign up outside the shop saying, we are not taking any more donations. So you could rock up there with two massive back bin liners of stuff and they turn you away. Uh, you can park around the back of some of those. That's what I'm saying. You can park there, but the other ones, you can't park near them because they're right in this, this town mm. centre. So you're going to have to walk with the bag somewhere. I never do the town centre one. The ones on the... That... Yeah, but what if they say to you, you can only drop two bags in, so then you've got to find another one to drop the other bags in. What I do is I drop two in, yeah. and then as I leave, I throw one at Ethel yeah. on the way yeah. out. I've got to deal with that, love. And uh, then the problem is as well... It's sorting out, because I don't like to dump on, and I'm sure people do this, they use charity shops as basically a dumping ground. So they put stuff in there that really shouldn't be sold in a charity shop, because it's not good enough. Yeah, I always wonder if they put clothes in there with skiddies in and stuff. Oh no, don't say that. Think about that, I bet they don't wash them and stuff. Well that's why I always wash stuff when I bought it. they just chuck them in and stuff, and they go like, this Mm. has got dog hair all Mm. over it and that. But I always feel like when you get when you walk up to the counter, yeah. there's a sense of apprehension from those volunteers. They look at you going, "Oh, God. yeah, I know." Because it must be a tsunami of clothing coming their way every day. Yeah, and I sort of like I went the other day. I, do, I recently dropped. You some did off. some drop offs. I did you? like a drop. Was it I all did, to one place? No, I'd, I'd scattered between okay. the three. Okay. So I did like a multiple. It's almost like I was burying. But they weren't a, taking any at the well, middle. Well, no, it's one. almost like you know when you a serial killer gets rid of body parts. Yeah, I did it. Spread it around. <laughs> it around yeah. and um but one of them she was like oh you uh thank you very much she says what is it and i said oh it's just various items of clothing very good quality lovely day and gone you didn't know what was in there though. didn't know what was in there oh, you could have Scott. put bin bags of, i don't know what could have been in there i don't there, know but i think there was some toys in one of them toys what if she didn't want toys but she can sort through it it is it is basically but i always then feel guilty if i've given them a problem you know you want it to be as easy as possible for them it does feel like one step before the tip and that this is what i was going to say so then it's a tip fronted by nanas well if you say to yourself right i'm going to do a bit of a clear out take some stuff to the charity shop then what ends up happening is i end up with loads of stuff that isn't good enough for a charity shop Mm. then i end up with bags of rubbish then i'm thinking i can't be asked to go to the tip I mean, generally, you do the tip run, don't you? I love the tip. No, you don't love the tip at all because then what happens is you'll say to me, because now you have to sort everything well, out. You're, you're, so you can't have just yeah. one bag of rubbish. You've got to have a bag. Of, and I understand you why. Can't, you can't. You say to me, this needs to go to the tip. And I look in the bag and I think, have you mixed the recyclables? You said, I didn't have time. It's all in there. And I'm like, everything. Ah. Like little bits of plastic, sk- cardboard, t- clothing. Like a forensic oh, God. CSI. T- just like, oh, and so what I do is I wait for them to be on the mm, lunch mm. and I just chuck it in one skin. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know what happens then? I go to Beeston. 
Buy more stuff. I know. This is the, the cycle, cycle of the world. I suppose, but that's good in a way, isn't it? That you're buying stuff. You know, I love going around the charity shops. You know what you'd be better off doing? Go on. And this is the thing. Anything you buy is should be second hand. So then you're minimising that cycle. Well, that's what I try and do. So you're not buying new, dumping. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You get, getting rid of buying new yeah. dumping yeah. if you're buying that you're keeping yeah. it within that yeah. cycle that's right your footprint is smaller whereas yeah. if you're just monstering yeah. through stuff but it, I, I think it is I think that you feel good I joined Gift Aid I don't yeah that's what, what I did I don't know what Gift Aid is right what so is Gift Aid if you are a taxpayer yeah so you this to, now sounds like an advert for Gift Aid it's not but if you're if you're a UK taxpayer, you hand in your I think it's just your first line of your address and your postcode, just to verify that you are actually paying tax, and then they can then claim from the government a percentage. The government will match or top up the donation that's been made. Right. So that's good, isn't it? So basically, I'm a good person. So it can really maximise what the person. charity can gain. But there'll be people out there. I like the charity shop. I like going around the charity shops. But I, I know what you mean. But you go for different things to me. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. What do you go for? Clothes, always clothes. You and knickknacks. I do like looking for knickknacks. Mm. Like for our new green bathroom, I got a lovely candle holder that was in the charity shop green. You love it. It was like, and I love it when charity shops organise themselves into colour coding. They're getting so they do, better than yeah, they yeah, used yeah. to be. It used to be a bit and of a. This mess. is just a shout out to to um, charity shops. It's so much better when you organise your clothes in size order, not colour. Why would you organise it in colour? Some of them do it in colour chunks and Why? then the sizes are all mixed up. That does my head in. You want to see where your size is and flick through your like sizes. Are you in a normal shop? Mm, no, because in a normal shop, you have a piece of clothing with all different sizes, don't you? Mm. Whereas in a charity shop, I prefer it that all the sizes are it, together. It is weird how there's no stigma anymore to shopping in charity shops. That tends to have gone, hasn't it? Massively. In fact, it goes gone. the other way now. Yeah. It's actually, there's a moral currency in saying, yeah. where, where did you get that? I've got this from the charity, the charity shop. shop. Yeah, you're right. What bl- what brand is it? It's actually a monsoon, but it's from the charity shop. Yeah, exactly. Are, are you a really good person? I'm a very good person. Yeah. Where's your shoes from? Yes. Charity shop. Charity shop. I yeah. Don't, I don't buy anything new anymore. I can't, I don't want to kill the next generation. Are you, where's your clothes from? ASOS Online. You fucking evil bastard. <laughs> yeah, I know what do you're saying. You know saying. you need to go, don't you? Yeah. Yes, All right, stop. stop that voice now. I know, I want to do it's it. It's awful. No, that's what I do. That's no. when, if you go to, where did you get that? Shit, shop. Yeah, but you don't really go to charity shops. I do. No, you do not. I bloody do. No, you don't. Where do you go? I go to Vincent. No, you don't. I don't, don't. Do you know what I hate about this podcast? The truth. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, because I can't be... Who I want to be. And I've realised I'd lie. I know you do. You're a liar. When we do the Leicester Square podcast. So what do you do? Realistapa. Yeah. It's all going to fall apart. Oh God, don't keep reminding me about stuff. I'm nervous. He never does that. I can't believe that's happening. It's brilliant. I'm so excited. Start being excited. I am excited. Can I just tell you one thing? What are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? Charity shop clothes. No, you're not. I am. Well, I'm... This is her shop. Right. Richard's. Can we challenge ourselves to wear a charity shop outfit, yeah, both of us, yeah. on that stage? I'm going to go dressed like a Spanish pimp. Oh, for God's Velvet sake. jacket, crushed, floral shirt. I'm going to wear some clogs. Oh. Um, do you know, no, so can go I on. just tell you this one yeah. bit of mindfulness? Yeah. Go on then. Because I, I, freak, I, I sometimes freak out 
at, at moments like that. Not in the playoffs, but at the arena. Or mm. like, I'll freak out. And someone said to me, and I can't remember who it was, but they said, if you want to do this, if you don't want to do this, what you're doing tonight, then just stop. Because this is what happens when you get success. Mm. This is what happens when you progress. So mm. if you don't want to get to this, mm. just stop. Mm. And I thought... It calls you bluff, doesn't it? it? Well, no, because then you just go, well, you do want to get there. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're going to have to do it. You just do it. Yeah. Because it's what yeah. happens when you get yeah. recognised for doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What are you looking at? The internal temperature is too high. Oh. It's not done that for a while. Are we leaving it? Yeah, I've got most of it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I was just going to say, though, um, so what did you say? You were talking about going on stage. I was going to say something and then I was just talking about uh, wearing charity shop clothes. Um, Then you said, oh, mindfulness. That's what you said. You got a bit of mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. And it is right that if I always I always do that, I always pay devil's advocate and say to myself, well, what's the alternative? If you don't do it, you know, you know, don't do it then. Yeah. Exactly. But actually, you do want to do it. Of course you do. Of course you do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. If you're looking for plump lips at last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all gel fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit www.juvederm.com. So my brother rang me last night, Ross. Yes. And he's got to do a best man speech. Yes. And it just got me thinking because I've only ever done it. I've done it once. I did something. Once. 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 Yeah. It's a funny tradition. It was only when I got off the phone with him because mm. he was sort of saying, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to. And I think it's it's almost 
it's a poison chalice yeah. is the best man's speech. Because yeah. everyone's expecting it to be filthy, to mm. be crude, mm. to be a little bit cringe. A bit edgy. Well, yeah, but you're trying to be edgy when you've got nanas and nephews mm. and baby. You can't be edgy in that room. No. Forget edgy. Yeah. Edgy's not needed at a wedding. Yeah. It's almost like you're better off doing the Ross from Friends and going yeah. really like romantic yeah. and really like get them crying yeah. instead. Yeah. That's almost a better. Yeah. So I've sort my advice to him was mm. to, to make the jokes as natural. I've said to him, don't over prepare it. Yeah. Just make it feel as natural and as honest yeah. and as real as possible and finish with a massive dollop of genuine, se- no, of genuine, if, what you feel about yeah. love yeah. and about that person and yeah. what marriage yeah. feels to you. Yeah. Don't You don't have to make it about them. No. That's the myth. Yeah. I think if you did something about love yeah. and people coming together yeah. and starting a life together, yeah. if you pitch that right, you'll get people bawling. Yeah. You don't have to go, do you, do you understand what I mean? Yes, yes. I think, I think the best man's speech yeah. should actually be revamped. And I've yeah. thought about it a lot. I yeah. think it needs to be dragged into the modern era. Like a motivational speech. It almost, almost needs to be a celebration of two people coming together yeah. that, that want to be together. Yeah. And you almost need to start acknowledge how amazing or, that is. Or what it sounds like to me... <laughs> is what you're saying is you want to portray yourself so well that the whole audience thinks she should have married him instead. Absolutely. Yes. What you need to do, I've said to me, like, brother. Wow, what, what a guy. You, what a guy. You need to show him for the unfeeling sociopath he really is. Yes. And then you sweep up and go, anyway, that's all from me, guys. Have a wonderful wedding and a life together. Yeah. And then drift off. That was awful. Yeah. That was so that. cringe. It's just, the, the it makes you feel... Yeah. It's the toughest gig. Like my brother does public speaking. Yeah. And he said to me, I don't understand why I'm worried about it. I mm. says, because it's 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 like being asked to do a rap battle at a Christian fate. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to do that. No. Society suggests yeah. you don't need to do a speech. No, no. Which again is man, archaic. Where does archaic. the best man's speech come from? I don't know. I, I wonder if traditionally it was just the way Can I of, just Google that? Yeah, you can Google that. Um, but you were saying then traditionally it's the man, but obviously I did do a speech at our wedding. Yeah, but our I? wedding was a ramshackle affair of egos. Right. Everyone did a speech. I think the fucking cleaner did a speech. No, the driver did a speech. Everyone did a speech. Yeah, they you both... Know, but both dads did a speech as well, isn't it? Yeah. What was his tradition of it then? So the original duty of a best man was to serve as armed backup for the groom in case he had to resort to kidnapping his intended bride away from the disapproving parents. Oh my God. The best part of that title refers to his skill with a sword right. should the need arise. Right. So Fucking hell, do, you know what know needs, do you know what Ross could do? Yeah. You need to dis, dis, deconstruct that. It actually started in, centuries ago in Scotland. In the 16th century, Scottish men would usually marry women from their small village. But when there weren't enough women to go round, a groom would have to invade a neighbouring village and steal himself a bride. Oh, what a lovely romantic moment. Bloody hell. Wow. Good, e- good evening. We're here to celebrate the best in trafficking tonight. <laughs> The best thing, forced marriage. Wonderful. That's so weird. I never knew that, did you? Yeah, so it's, it's that sort of thing of... But it, it's, I think he's got a challenge because the, the, both the bride mm. and the groom mm. have got faith, yeah. a loose faith, yeah. but they're from different, yeah. what would you say, 
religious backgrounds. Yes. I would think you would say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And so I think he's got a, he's got a challenge there. Yeah. But also he's got a challenge of the completely different perspectives. Yeah. And I think it is a tough gig. And I've said to him, just don't go on too long. Do a joke. Do anything that you say should feel natural. Don't well, make it feel like gags. Right. And then be and, be, and then be genuine and say something genuine about love and marriage, and you'll you'll do it. You'll but win listen, it. Listen, listen, listen. What did we say? Um, I think we've said before on the pod potentially how many weddings we've been to. Oh, over we the know. Years. We we've we've seen been speeches. to about I would say forty five weddings. And how many of those people do we keep in touch with? But I was just going to say, we have seen... Seen everything. We've seen our fair share of best man speeches. We've seen the amazing and to the And the horrendous. ones that are really good are succinct. Yeah. They're not too long. Yeah. They don't try to be too clever. They don't try to be too funny. They feel natural. They feel they natural. Feel, they and feel... They, and you come away just thinking, yeah. Do you know what it feels like? You nailed it that. It feels like the, the groom's gone to his mate. Yeah. You just say a few words. Yeah, and, exactly. And they've stood up and gone, yeah. oh, hello, everyone. As soon as they stand up with a bit of paper, you think, fuck Oh, they stand up with a PowerPoint. Yeah. You think, oh, no. Here we go. Oh, no. Even though I think... So I've said to him, just keep it really mm. simple. Mm. No mm. one expects anything. Now, if you were Duncan Oakley, I think what would be a really good best man speech is to stand up with a guitar and perform a song to Beautiful. do the job. That yeah. would that would be and so when, different yeah. and entertaining. And, you know, you could say it with some clever lyrics. Yeah, and you could do a whole Brilliant. song about them. And then done. Yeah, a couple of jokes to start with yeah. about the situation. Yeah. Get the guitar. Do the song. Could you hire somebody to do your best man speech? Maybe Why that's way forward. No, because that's Because I'm so... just thinking Duncan Oakley could have an opening here. <laughs> he do, yeah. He I would mean, be really fantastic. good at that. Uh, I, I feel so strongly about my friendship with the groom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've brought in a professional. Yeah. Uh, here's Duncan. Yeah. All the best. All the best. Just leave. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's a difficult thing. And I always think people get it so badly wrong. Mm. They even offend the groom, mm. they offend mm. the family, yeah. they offend the bride. Yeah. And then you can hear Nana's at the back going, well, that's not very funny. Yeah. Well, that's offensive. Yeah. I'm no, come on out the room. Oh no, you've got that wrong. You've got that wrong. Love, there's kids in. There's kids. Imagine being heckled with that. There's kids in. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to work. And I've done it. And I, and I was doing stand up at the time and even I find it quite. I thought yours wasn't that good. Thank you. I don't even remember it, to be honest. But you don't remember it being good? No. I've, you are. I re- no, but I remember thinking, because it was 2009 and it was when you just started, hadn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? And you were thinking, God, he needs a long way I was to thinking, go. Oh, dear. There's no future in Jeez. this. <laughs> what? As in just oh, bad? Uh, it wasn't bad, bad, but I think you tried to be too clever. Tried to be too funny. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't natural enough. Thank you, Gemma. Yeah. You're always there, aren't you? <laughs> to to give me a kick in the nuts. Oh, sorry. So it is a weird tradition. So my, my advice to him is that. Yeah. Try absolutely. and be funny, but try and be natural. natural. And then finish on something. You know, if you hear something genuine. I, wish, I really wish now that we'd kept a record of the speeches. My speech seen. on our wedding day was great. I can't remember that. Have you kept it? No. No. Yours was good. It wasn't bad. My dad don't remember it though. No, I think. And nobody filmed it, did they? You said something about being Yorkshire. I didn't. I've been Yorkshire. No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. You did. Did I? You said the phrase to be Yorkshire. Oh, I believe it. To Yorkshire. That sounds hideous. It was. Sounds like you. But everyone was very impressed. Oh God. I mean, you did a speech at one point. I think everyone thought. Didn't I do a poem? I thought I did a poem. You did a poem. Yeah, my dad did a poem. 
Oh yeah, your, your dad, dad loves didn't the poem. speak, did he? Yeah, my dad, my dad right. spoke. I did a. He speech. was father of the bride, pal. Father of the bride. I did a speech about you, hmm. which I thought was quite good, hmm. and um, I can't remember anything else. Hmm. Oh, I think I talked about the proposal. Oh, you show off. That's ridiculous. <laughs> How boring. <laughs> I think I asked your mum and dad's permission. But you did. Yeah, which is no, ridiculous. You didn't, you didn't ask my mum and dad. I did. I went you round there. You asked my dad, didn't you? I went round there and asked your parents. And you, yeah, they were bu- like... Didn't you take a bunch of flowers or yeah, something? Yeah, but then and... your mum was like cooking and she just went, yeah. Yeah, of course you can. What, what do you think this is? Fucking Downton Abbey? Yeah, I know. Where do you think we're living? Why did you ask them I permission? don't know why did I did I it. Did I make you f- no, do that? No, I think I just thought I did need to Did you see it in a film? I think I saw it in a film. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that! Asking your mum and dad who got married on Without whim, telling their parents. Without telling their parents. And then I just went... No wonder my mum and dad looked at you gone one out. would like permission to take your daughter's hand in marriage. And then just, yeah. your mum just went, yeah. That's fine. What are you asking us for, mate? You're the one marrying her. <laughs> What a weird thing. I know. So stupid. And again, that goes back to times, obviously, when it's almost like women were a possession. Can I have your daughter? I know. And I felt bad. Now, yeah, it, now it's it. awful, yeah. isn't it? Awful way that. Awful. Even that tradition of. Awful. Of uh, thing. It's all steeped in sort of patriarchy and misogyny and patriarchy yeah oh god i feel really uncomfortable now i think there shouldn't be a bedsman speech a bedsman i speech. think i think you should stand up and say the last person we need to hear about at this event is men all the best bride and groom yeah good night in fact it should be bride and bride this should be this is this is all men's fault yeah the whole tradition of, I yeah. think you could start by saying the whole tradition of best man is weird, it's not right, and it's it's encouraging the patriarchy. Yeah. So I just wanted to say, you're joining together, but let me tell you something, pal, you are not in charge, and that <laughs> is the world has changed, my friend. This is Chauvenet is done, and I just want to say you are nothing. You are worthless now in the grand scheme of things. Our time is up, and thank God, because it's been a long time coming, and I just wanted to say the buffet's open. Have a great night. To be honest, that's what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. Is, and he said as well they're doing the speeches before the food. Right. What which you, is a nightmare. What is your they always do them before the food. No, after. No. You at least have a drink. Okay. What are your top three tips to a guest going to a wedding? Do you know what mine is? I know what yours is gonna be. Nobby's nuts in your handbag. <laughs> I knew it'd be food. It I'm starving by the time. Do you remember I get to that gap once when we were at a wedding it and we went for a McDonald's? Awful. Do you remember Did that? We do that? Yeah, Catherine Nix was with us and she went. It's a drive-through about a mile away. We just went, get in the car. In all our finery, just <laughs> oh, in the back God. of a car, smashing a Big Mac. What's your next So, tip? Nobby's nuts in your bag. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's the only one. So, food. <laughs> yeah, basically, take some food Camping in your handbag. Camping chair? No. I always think, find... Uh, yeah. If you can stay in the hotel, go for a kip. Can I tell between. you as well what you need to do? Mm. I think you need to do a big goodbye. Go up to them when you're leaving early. Sorry. No, I, I, do, I don't do goodbyes. I sneak off. You drift off. Yeah. They never know. They're too busy. You and then, pick and then you pretend that they were drunk and say, I did say goodbye. You just can't remember. Oh, that first dance was brilliant. Yeah. What song was it? Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. What was it? It's that. I was so drunk. Just say that. Oh, I can't remember. We didn't have a first dance. Nice to meet you. Yeah. You're very clammy today. What's that? Why is that clammy? What do you mean? Like, feel your skin there. I don't 
think I'm dying. Oh, shut up. Um, so you, there you go. Do you know what's on the schedules this week? Go on We're then. wrapping up. This is what's on the week ahead. Go on. A week today, I'm going to be recording my Radio 4 special at the stand in Newcastle. Ooh. What next? Uh, that, what next? Yeah, what, what so else? That's exciting. Well, it is. Of course I, it I is. I did the last run through last night mm. in Southall. And you felt happy. It went happy. really well. I think it's really happy. I've got one little bit to you change. You think it's the really end. happy? I think it's really happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my speech is shit. And, and it's mine my is. job. Mine is. Yeah. Yeah, so you're um, happy with that. But do you know what's on telly the same time? The that first night? episode of Saville. Yeah. The Reckoning with yeah. Coogan. Coogan. Yeah. Yeah. As Savile. And I just wanted to, to, to ask you, before we wrapped up, what your opinion on it is. I'm going to watch it. Yes. Don't fiddle with the I'm going to watch it. Sound like a newsreader. I'm going to watch uh, it. I am going to watch it. Mm. But it's a very interesting thing, if you think about it. So it's on the telly, on the BBC, a scandal about a thing that happened under their mm. watch. Mm. It feels almost like a cathartic way of saying... Mm we're looking at this yeah. but also what do you think about well him? we'll have to watch it won't we no but what do you think about him even playing it because a lot of people are saying an actor it. yeah yeah but a lot of people he's got a lot of criticism for people saying why is he even touching that role it's wrong it should why be. he's an actor exactly I just think, acting I, but i think what, you know, would you say that about somebody playing ted bundy would you, no but he's obviously he's a, he's a main he's, his main stock and trade is comedy and he's doing that but do you know what i think it's do you know why i think it's because he's an interesting character study I think that's why it fascinates people. He's an actor. People, he's an he's an actor. actor. Yeah. That's what you do. You play characters. But have you seen the trailer? No. It's very good. Is it? Yeah. Oh. He looks it like good? him. His voice is perfect. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I and can't wait. he's got the. There's a moment where they said, um, "There's there's the rumours are swirling, Jimmy." He says, "What rumours might that be then?" And the way he said it, and his eyes, and you could see the sort of threatening. Yeah. He did like, he, yeah. he got the body language perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, it's almost like, you know, when Michael Sheen yeah. In, yeah. He, he encapsulates, it's yeah. not an impression. No. It's the essence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So very are good. you going to watch it? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be very easy to watch. No, it won't be. I don't look forward to It'll that. It'll be troubling. Oh, of course it will. But it's going to create some big yeah. waves. Yeah. Um, so there you go. What else have you got forward this um, week? What else have I got this week? I don't know anything. I'm going to be using my new Manscaped. I'm going to a murder mystery You've on Saturday. me off. Yeah, sorry. Well done, Manscaped. You asked me? Yeah, that, okay. I bought a little Manscaped for my ears. Good. I'm at the age now where I need to stick a Things device in, ears. in my ears Is it and good? burn away hair. I'm very excited. Good. Go on, what are you doing? I'm going to a murder mystery on Saturday night. Wow. I know. Where at? Somewhere in East Leak. Is that part of the murder? No, uh, Barraponsor. Get the venue, right? I know. Maybe you're the victim. Oh. Do you know what... Ah! How does it work? I think it's like a, a cast of actors. It's not like I'm in it. Oh, you're not in it. You're watching it. Yeah. But it's, don't you end up being in, is it one of those where you go to the toilet and there's I, in the toilets? Oh, I don't know. Have you not seen those? No. My mate. Oh, oh God, I've just remembered. Go on. I don't know why I'm pointing. I'm trying yeah. to engage you. I know. There's Thank you. There's a draft you. there. Thanks. Eddie, my mate yeah. from college. Um, just ignore ah. bloody camera. Eddie, my mate from college, he went to one. And he said that uh, he was in the toilets and stuff and they come in and they start chatting to you. Oh my God. So they like, they go, the actors are there and yeah. they go, so what do you think then of it so far? Yeah. They go, it's really good. Yeah, I'm not sure about her, you know. What do you mean? And then we go like, what do you mean? He went, 
we've never got on that little yeah, glimpse of the plot and you go good. what you go I yeah like so i just you know there's a lot of stuff you don't know about yeah and then they just go oh, out the door and, and it was like wow what yeah that's, and you come I out like and you're like that. he was just in the toilet yeah and then there's some they'd be sat amongst the audience yeah I love so they'd, it. Be, they'd be doing the play and yeah. then they go I, they'd shout something they'd heckle yeah. then, but it's like Very you don't good. know when the acting stops the intervals might not be the intervals yes I can't wait so this. are you in a house no in a school hall wow Ooh. so you might end up you don't know what's I happening I might end up dead <laughs> no yeah. but you're not involved no I'm not involved I'm just the audience mm. hopefully I'll just have a drink and a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> Cup of tea and a hot dog. Some nobby's nuts in your handbag. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of that. Just found dead with a packet of nobby's yeah. nuts in her handbag. Oh, so dear. do you have to guess who it is and just put your... I've got no idea. What do you... Who's going? <laughs> Why do you go along to these things? Are you definitely invited? Yes. But right, it, do you want me to read you the leaflet? No. Yes. It's is, with, it, um, is it a coffee club? It's with group? Sharon and Dawn. Oh. And I think Ali might be going. So is it a proper organised thing? Just a minute. Let's have a look. She's got the tickets. So it's called Taught a Lesson. Barrow Arts and Theatre Society presents a murder mystery production produced and directed by Helen Somebody, script by Gemma Somebody. <laughs> Sadly, uh, Humphrey Perkins School, Barrow upon Saw. Very posh. Includes snack platter. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't wait. Can for I snack, just say? Can't wait for the snack the platter. snack platter, if they said... That's done it for me. If they said, done it for you? if they'd put on the poster, yeah. snack platter plus theatre production, yeah. that's the headlines. So it says. You love a snack yeah. platter. Um, hang on a minute. Are you reading about the snack platter? Look, shall I show you the picture? Of the snack platter? No, the cast. Okay, yeah. So you're not going to be involved then. It's just going to be one of those. Do you think that's it? I think it's just going to be a production that you see um, and watch. My... Snack platter. Yeah, Mr. Peterson smells of poo. It says that. What? The, says that on the poster. Oh, right. School sucks. Okay. Oh. It could be quite interesting. It could be, couldn't it? Well, you can report back on that little bit yeah. of culture for you coming yeah. back to the pod. Uh, let us know how good the snack platter is. Thank you. What do you think's going to be on there? I reckon olives, crisps, hummus, yeah. bread. Helen Sadler and Gemma Simpson. Bravo. What do you think's going to be on the snack platter? Oof. It's going to be beige, isn't it? It's all going to be beige. <laughs> Might just give you a chopping board. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so. The lit Gemma's living the life on the snack platter. So thank you for joining us this very fine morning for Brew with the Bennets. We hope you've enjoyed the pod and I was rabbiting on in your ear holes. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with us, please do on bwtbpod at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Please have a safe and happy rest of the week. You know what that sounded like? What? Don't have nightmares. I know, Nick. What was his name? Nick. 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 Frost? No. No, Nick. Ross. Ross. Do you know what? Can I just say, Mm. I used to watch Crime Watch as a kid. I loved it. Hate it now. Hate it. Hate no, it. No, I watched it, yeah. but it frightened me. Oh, and I'd watch the update yeah. and it still frightened me. Yeah. And then he would say, uh, don't have nightmares. Do sleep well. And I think, Nick, you've just shown someone barging through someone's bed and murdering them in their sleep. Yeah. I don't think I'm getting off. No, no. And they'd always go, crime is very rare. Yeah. Happens to very rare people in society. Yeah. I think, no, you're doing this program every fucking week. I know. It's not that rare. Why don't we have it on anymore?
boom, boom. Because there's no crime. Okay. No, um, <laughs> no. they do. Uh, they used to do Crime Stoppers one no, in no, the day, no, and it was always no, round, that, that detective yeah. guy was really Raj. cool. Yeah, whatever Raj. his name is. He was yeah. really cool. Yeah. But now there's not enough content. No. It was a brilliant program. It, it was. was a... Doom, 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 yeah. Doom, doom. Yeah, all right, enough. And I, do you know what I didn't like? I didn't... I just... It frightened me, that music. I know. Even the, the thing of yeah. ringing up, and yeah. then the people in the reconstructions... Yeah, anyway. Right, so have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Tune in, it's